folks, and welcome to the 94th episode of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. My name is Caleb Baldwin. You can follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb B. That's I am Caleb and then another B. Follow my co-host, friend, and producer, Eddie Cornelison, on Twitter at Eddie C85. That's E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Follow the show at EC underscore Hero. Check out our Instagram, EC HeroCast. Check out our Gmail, ECHeroCast at gmail.com. And as always, check me out most every Thursday morning on the Grave Consequences podcast, which is a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Eddie, how are you doing on this lovely January 4th after, or pardon me, evening? How, evening. How are you today, sir? Well, I'm a lot better than last week. I don't know if you recalled, but at the end of the episode, I was like, what's going on with this spreadsheet? Why is it locked? Um, yeah. So, you know, so I bought this laptop, this be a quick rant, in yeah. the start, like February of 2019. And I've been using, it came with like a year free of Microsoft Office, which by the way, should always be free. I don't know why they decided it's a yearly subscription now. But I've been <laughs> using it ever since, even though it expired. And it's like, well, if you know it's expired, just you know, you want to renew it? And it's like, no, because you're still letting me use it with all the features. Why would I spend $100 a year when it's free? And it just decided during the show, you cannot use this spreadsheet anymore. It is locked, and I couldn't copy and paste anything, so I had to do it all by hand. That's why I asked you for the, your uh, your copy. So I had to go and upload my uh, – make a, a completely new spreadsheet. So thank you, Bill Gates. You uh, – I don't know. I'm glad you're divorced, you loser. Oh my gosh! Take that. Why would you? Say that? Why would you say that? You well, said why, that. Why is he making? Why is he making people? I, I'm old enough to remember when Office was just free with your computer, with your purchase of Windows 95, and somewhere along the line they decided, no, this is a hundred dollar a year product. No, it isn't. Well, either way, you know, you're saying all this and you're ranting and embarrassing me, quite frankly, in front of my <laughs> friend and our third tonight, my good friend. Josh Davis, who you can follow on Twitter at Joshy Knows Best. Is that it? That is it. Yes. Long, uh, first time, long time, right? Very long time. Yeah, that's what she said. Uh, thanks for being Hello. on. Hey, my pleasure. I, I've been meaning to come on with you guys, and uh, glad we finally got around to setting it up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, it's no Punisher, but you know what? X-Men Origins Wolverine, that's that's just as good as anything. I tell you what, I mean, I'm a I'm a Punisher fan of that character, but Wolverine is pretty high up there for me, too. Yeah. I mean, Wolverine is, like, one of three characters that, like, you can make a movie about this guy, and it's going to make money, and the other two are Batman and Spider-Man. And, you know, Logan is the third. So... I mean, you know, we're talking about it right now. This is the first of three Logan solo movies, so, you know, giddy up. And, you know, it's funny. This this trilogy, which I know it's not an official trilogy because I think they wanted the Origins to... I know there was like a Magneto Origins movie they were talking about, so I don't know if this is whatever, but this is the only trilogy in movie history that I can recall that starts with what is generally considered the worst one and gets progressively better until the final one, which is actually very good. And I cannot think of another trilogy that goes in reverse order. Usually it's the opposite, but this is the further up we get, the better it goes. So 
that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, guys, real quick, this was released on May 1st, 2009. Let's see here. Eddie, we're in the time capsule. What were you doing around this time? Anything interesting? Well, as, uh, as you recall, a couple weeks ago, I had left my job, so I needed a way to make some income, and I decided uh, spring and summer I would be a Little League baseball umpire, so I did that. It was uh, it, it paid pretty well. It was it was not supposed to be under the table, like like you're in the uh, you're in the like they did the instru- the uh, the class and they actually taught it in like a, a Catholic middle school and like in this you know place he's like well look if you want to do you know because someone asked about taxes and he's like well you know you can do this and fill out this W two and this and this and this or you can just not say anything and the IRS is never gonna know so. I enjoyed that, but uh, parents, man, jeez, it's not the World Series. It's a Little League game on a Wednesday afternoon, so maybe cool it. Yeah, uh, my brother actually one summer was uh, was an umpire, and I mean, people were like arguing over coach pitch. It's like, come on, like, no one's winning gold gloves here. It's not happening. Like, let's calm down. Yeah, this Did I do that? So I'm like, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt oh, you guys. No, you're good. I would say this is about seventh, eighth grade, and uh, yeah, it, I don't. Know. It, I mean, it's it's harder than it looks. So I will give referees that. Although I wish I had replay, which they don't, or they do, but uh, and they still get it wrong. But uh, yeah, man, these I I had to throw out a player once in a summer league. It was well, he was a coach, not a player. Uh, the players, yeah. for the most part, when the parents would start arguing with me, uh, I had one kid actually said like, "Can we just play now?" I'm like. I wish, but your dad's on the field acting like a jackass. So, but, yeah, the kids didn't seem to get as into it as the parents did. So, yeah, I was gonna say I, I uh, had an experience umpiring also one summer, and it was not very fun. I only did it the one summer. Uh, definitely, it was all under the table, uh, cash, cash only. But yeah, I had, I had to throw a couple kids out and got into it with a couple coaches before. I was like, yeah, that's gonna be enough of that. Not again <laughs> after this year. Yeah, I, I heard enough bad stories of, you know, whether it's like brothers or friends doing umpire duty, and I'm like, yeah, that's not for me at all. <laughs> Josh, yeah, I thought it uh, would be fun. If, I if thought it would be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, that's the thing. It, every time one of my buddies, like, would say, like, yeah, I'm going to go do this this summer, I'm like, okay, that sounds cool on paper anyway, and then by the time the summer's over, they're like, never again. <laughs> yeah. Josh, uh, if you don't mind divulging, and you don't have to, but, you know, anything interesting happening in, in your life around, you know, May of 2009? Um, I definitely saw this movie uh, at that time. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if we're skipping steps here, but uh, I, I remember that. Okay. Um, I was done with uh, college. I uh, decided I had enough of it. Kind of mm. burnt out kind of had a burnout moment and i don't know i intended to go back i just never did Hmm. i finished that up and was just working odd jobs pretty much for for a while i'm not judging i had um i did one semester of juco and i was like yeah that's that that's enough for me that i had my burnout at one semester so (laughs) i'm not gonna gonna pass judgment on anyone for that reason um 
Oh, May of 2009, I would have been going into my freshman year, or the summer before my freshman year, rather, and uh, this is a little thing called, I guess some some schools call it Summer Pride. Uh, didn't have a driver's license, but by God, my dad, every Tuesday and Thursday morning could drive me up to the high school so I can go get my lifting in, and that was most of my summer 2009. It was pretty lame. Yeah, well, you know, that's not, not bad. Not going to lie. <laughs> But, hey, I did make captain of the football team that year based on my attendance at Summer Pride. Hey, nice. You got to wear the C on the jersey. No, no, sir. This is at small school Oklahoma football. Like, there's no Cs on jerseys, pal. No, that's too bad. <laughs> there were jerseys, though? Yes. Yeah, we okay. – believe it or not, we didn't wear the leather helmets, man. Um <laughs> All right, so the number one song, uh, as was last week, is still Poker Face by Lady Gaga. Yeah, man, she's great in House of Gucci. I don't know if you heard our uh, top ten, bottom five movies, but that one made it. For you. Yeah, for me. (laughs) Yep. All right, your champions in wrestling at the time. Of course, this was May 1st, 2009. In the WWE, on Raw, you had WWE champion Randy Orton. ECW champion Christian, of course, seven-time world champion. Uh, Edge was your world heavyweight champion on SmackDown. Now, okay, the TNA and ROH one, this combination. This feels like this would be more like if these companies existed 10 years prior, it would be appropriate. But (laughs) your champions in wrestling at the time in TNA and Ring of Honor respectively uh respectful respectively pardon me i'm all over the place today uh tna world champion mick foley and roh world champion jerry lynn <laughs> mick foley god i remember that run that was bad <laughs> the the mick foley run do you remember he had a match on impact with a cardboard cutout of rocky balboa no i don't recall that I'm, i will that's... send it to you after we're done <laughs> that uh that probably sucked it was weird. Yeah, it sounds it. it yeah. Sounds it. Now, uh, Josh, you kind of already gave us your history with the movie. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I have none. This is one I saw the trailer for, and I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of cool, I guess. But never really even got to got around to bothering my parents about it or anything. Eddie, how about you, man? I have a bit of a history with it, so yeah. I'll start with uh, I saw it in the theater, Studio Thirty Five. It's a great little small theater here in Columbus. It was the first one to open during COVID. Showed old movies, so that was cool. But um, I had seen it, well, parts of it, like four months earlier because my friend was able to download this because this was a notorious leak. It was the unfinished version, and he showed me a couple scenes from it. There's the scene where you have Ryan Reynolds doing like a big jump and you can clearly see the wires because they haven't been edited out yet. There's a scene where Wolverine rolls into a ditch and it's like a green screen effect. So you can see that. And then another scene was uh, Wolverine's claws in the bathroom. I was like, well, you know, it's unfinished. And as I watched this in the theater, I thought, oh, that, uh, I guess that scene was finished. That's that's really unfortunate <laughs> about that. But having said that, I gotta say, 
this movie is one of my guilty pleasures. I yes. agree with every criticism of it. It's not good, but I just can't hate it. I don't know what it is, but I, I watch it all the time when it was on FX every other weekend. <laughs> that makes me happy, Eddie. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. It's uh, I guess because it just same. introduces a bunch of new characters that I kind of liked, um, even though it does a lot of them pretty poorly, but yeah. that's okay. <laughs> it's They're there. I, like, I can say this, like, I'm not a big X-Men uh, animated series fan or, you know, I didn't really read the comics or anything. So, like, none of these, like, really offended me, except for Deadpool, of course, because having seen this, you know, 12 years after the release, I've, of course, mm. seen the Deadpool movie. So I know yeah, what you, Deadpool <laughs> If you is. go that way and you watch the current version of Deadpool and you go backwards and watch this afterwards, that's probably pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, you know, that being said, like, I could see why Deadpool fans might have been very offended. And I can see why, why, like, Gambit fans may have been offended from everything I've heard about the Gambit character as well. Yeah, I I love You know, it's crazy. I was thinking about this. And because uh, I'll tell you how I actually watched this. I did not purchase. I did not rent it on Amazon because of the principle, as I explained last week. The movie's too new to be only available for purchase. So uh, I went to my friend's house who had, still has, Omnicron. He dropped it in the mailbox, and I went and got it. And I, uh, I watched it. You got, you got Omnicron in your mailbox? No, I had, he put uh, this movie in his mailbox, and uh, I picked it up. And well, that... uh, I can confirm Omnicron does not live on Blu-ray cases. Because uh, I picked it up a week ago, and I'm fine. Yes, but what if it did? Well, I'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, hey, uh, I watched this on DVD, and uh, some of the trailers I saw before this. So, the Family Guy Star Wars Something Something Dark Side TV episodes, that that trailer was featured. Also, the Sons of Anarchy trailer Oh yeah, featured. I remember that. Um, Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian, with a relatively young Jonah Hill featured as well. Um, a mention of the fact that the X-Men Blu-ray trilogy was going to be, or pardon me, that the, the X-Men trilogy was coming to Blu-ray. And last but definitely not least, The Marine 2, starring Ted DiBiase. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, I, I was going to mention this, though. It's crazy. There's been... I'm trying to think. Three of the original X-Men, three Wolverine movies, and then four of the next version, and then two Deadpool, all in the same X-Men world, and Gambit, who is arguably like the second most popular X-Men, has a bit role in one movie. That's just crazy to me. Yeah. Hopefully when they reboot him, he'll get a more prominent role, because I do like Gambit, but... This is the only uh, live-action footage we have of the guy. Makes no sense. Yeah. I think I remember them saying they kept him out because his personality was too close to Wolverine, his power was too close to Cyclops. It's like, well, I mean, if, you don't, if you're not creative, then I suppose that's the case. But, mm-hmm. you know, write better. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, good, good for Riggins for getting some, uh, you know, major, you know, motion picture time. Good for him. Yeah, <laughs> if you're familiar with the Friday Night Lights TV series, 
Uh, no. But I knew the reference. Also, he was in John Carter. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he also in that crappy Battleship movie? I think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was rough. Horrible. And Lone Survivor. And um, uh, 21 Bridges as well. Mm. I think he was in Savages, I believe. I think okay. we should just list off all of Taylor Kish's um, uh, filmography well, while we're on the call. That sounds he fun. Also, he also <laughs> played David Koresh in Waco. Oh, that was a good yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but enough about that. The uh, The budget for this movie was $150 million. The box office was $373.1 million. Uh, which makes a profit line of $223.1 million. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. Pretty good. It's 289 in 2022 money. Damn. And uh, puts it at number 17 on the list, right below Batman Begins, but above X-Men. How about that? Mm. Did not beat X-Men uh, for inflation. Not very close, but... You know, real quick, I want to I want to bury a good friend of mine named Mike Trout. No, not that. No, not that Mike Trout. He had said, and I quote, "There is not a good X Men movie that doesn't feature Wolverine." Mm, that's not or pardon sure. me, pardon me, pardon me. He says there's not a good X Men movie. Not not as in like okay, well, Dark Phoenix or Apocalypse, but like. He's like talking anything besides the Wolverine or Logan, which to me is just absurd. No, there's there's a few good ones. Uh, I would say there's at least four. Yeah. Yeah. Myself. Yeah, Fox gets crapped on a lot, and I get it, but there's so many good X-Men movies that... I'm a defender, for sure, of the Fox X-Men. I I like them, for Mm -hmm. the most part. Yeah, Mm -hmm. overall, I'm glad that you know, there's some bad ones. I don't even think this is the worst one, and that's me yeah. being objective. But, yeah, there are bad ones. Uh, and I-, I will say this, and I have said this to Josh in private, actually in a group chat, rather, uh, that you're also a part of, Eddie, that uh, if Marvel botches the X-Men, they're dead to me. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Actually, dead. I said 12, 13 Fox X-Men movies, if you include New Mutants. I don't. Mm. <laughs> new mutants. Morbius should get the new mutants uh, treatment. Just put it out there already. Like it's uh, it's getting. And then it made me made me look stupid because uh, just two days ago, you know, we we're talking about the preview of the X Men mo- or the uh, comic movies for this year, and Morbius will be out in a few weeks, and then they bump it to April. So they made me look stupid. So now I have a grudge. So Sony, just, just watch yourself. Yeah, you say that, you know, getting the New Mutants treatment, which that's what Morbius is getting because New Mutants was delayed by, like, a year and a half. Yeah, even, yeah. And they just dropped it during COVID. It's like, hey, yeah, nothing else to watch. Hey, this and Tenet. There you go. I saw both of them. Me too. And Unhinged. Uh, maybe I watched it. I don't remember. Russell Crowe in a car. We own that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he uh, kills Liam McPoyle with a uh, <laughs> with a um, coffee mug. Nice. Yeah. I gotta watch that again. Uh, uh, maybe. Maybe that's up to you. It's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> I bet it is. 
fat Russell Crowe in a car, making movies, making music, fighting around the world. Um, oh, the Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yes. Critics, 37%. Fans, 58%. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's about, that about adds up, for sure. Uh, Character-wise, who all do we want to talk about, Ed? Well, um, let's see. Let's start it off hot. Ryan Reynolds is Wade Wilson. <laughs> oh, man. So... <laughs> Look, I yeah, I get the criticisms of Deadpool. I really do. It, it's how I felt watching Bane and Batman and Robin. I understand it. But um, this is part of the guilty pleasure. Is I liked at least the concept of taking like just some random mutant and just stuffing him full of powers. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, should they have called him Deadpool? Probably not, but... It made sense, I guess. Um, and I Ryan Reynolds technic- uh, did a good uh, job. I don't think they technically do call him Deadpool in the movie, though. They, they just don't. call him we- Weapon Eleven. Yeah, yep. they, they, it's the Deadpool project. Right, right, right. So, but yeah, we get what it's supposed to be. But I don't know. I I kind of like, and then I always, I mean, I always like Ryan Reynolds. You know. Yep. I like him when he's not playing Van Wilder. I like him when he is playing Van Wilder. In certain situations, I like him when he plays Van Wilder. Like in Deadpool, for example. How about in Waiting? Yeah, that's fine. How about Van Wilder? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Taylor Kitsch as Remy LeBeau. Of course, <laughs> we already kind of talked about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, not who I would have chosen. But um, maybe get someone from Louisiana instead of a Canadian. Just a thought. Yes, that that might be a good idea. Yeah. You know who's rumored to be like loving the character Gambit and wanting to make a movie one day is uh, Channing Tatum. I had heard that. Yes. Yeah, I heard. Uh, I don't know if that'll ever happen. But I mean, I don't. It, you know. I'm not sure if that'll ever happen, but I I honestly think he could pull it off. If you guys seen the movie. Um, the Hateful Eight, he does kind of like a southern Cajun accent in that, so I yep. think he could pull it off. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. If he can do a Cajun accent, that's fine. Taylor Kitsch could not, but... No. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not sure what his... Like, it was cool seeing Gambit. I don't know... I don't ever recall Gambit being able to control cards and, like, shuffle like he's some kind of magician. Like, mm-hmm. he, he would just throw them at you and... He just—I remember him just charging him up with his hands, then throwing them at him. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, it was cool to finally see Gambit. Uh, even though he got—he got a teaser in X2 on the computer screen. His name was there, uh, but yeah, yeah, him and Hank McCoy both, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Dominique Monaghan as Bradley. Yep. Who the hell is Bradley? The the <laughs> oh, okay. guy. Yes. Okay. Uh. Yep. He was in it. I mean, hey, I'm just going down the list. I'm just going down the list of people listed in the starring category. Yeah. uh, Yeah, he wasn't in it long enough to even have any impression on. Yeah. Hey, shout out Kevin Durant as Fred Dukes. I love the Fred Dukes scene. Yeah, I liked... It was cool seeing Blob. I don't know why they decided... He was just have an eating problem. That's not Blob's power. Blob <laughs> is fat, 
in the way like a hippo is fat. Like their skin is really really hard to break, and but he's not like he didn't become that way because he ate a lot. So I don't know why they did that. That was stupid. But yeah, I mean it's cool seeing Blob. I guess you know it's a mutant I actually didn't think we'd see on the big screen, but there he is. <laughs> Um, Lynn Collins is Kayla Silverfox. Uh, underutilized, I would say. Didn't, uh, didn't have much chemistry with, with old Wolverine, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to seen that develop more where it's like, it'd be one of those things like if you rewatch the movie and you saw all the times that she was like touching him and saying things and you could then piece it together. But they never did that, so... You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I guess she did touch him a lot during the movie, and would, you know... That would make the twist better, but they didn't do that, but... Yeah. Yeah, for well, sure. Well, the, uh, the whole thing with that is that I don't think that she was actually ever really controlling him. Is what they were kind of hinting at. Yeah, which is... Because... Kind of ruins the twist, though. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah, that's that's kind of what they hinted at with the whole saber, like which he or Victor saber tooth, which he touches him and he kind of hints at it, you know, it didn't work on him, and they're like the same. Okay, real quick, this is me for, like realizing just now that Will I Am was in this movie. What? Hey, Lord. how did you miss this? Because I'm, I wasn't in the habit of being like, oh, this character is making a huge impression on me. Let's figure out who's playing the guy. And I don't listen to the Black Eyed Peas all the time. Come on, now. I'm a, I'm a cracker from Oklahoma. What's going on here? Well, okay. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, he was in it. I mean, I get it. He yep. didn't he didn't do much. He was just a yeah. dude that teleports. What I'm seeing here on Wikipedia is that Rampage Jackson Rampage Jackson actually turned down the role. Is that uh, when he did the A-Team? Uh, A-Team came out the next year. So maybe they were filming it or something? Yeah, it could have been. could have been. What do you think of uh, New Striker, Danny Houston? Uh, it was good. I like Danny. He's, uh, he's a good actor. Um... He was, uh, wasn't he, didn't he do a, uh, season, oh, well, you never watched uh, American Horror Story. Nope. Even though you're Mr. Horror. Um, nope. Yeah, he was, oh, yeah, he did do American Horror Story and, uh, and Yellowstone, that's right, he was in Yellowstone. Hmm. Yeah, I like, uh, I thought he did good. Uh, Stryker's a good character, I like that he keeps reappearing. Yeah. He's definitely a good baddie, for sure, a good human, uh, foil. To the X Men for sure. Yeah, Brian Cox wanted to come back from um, from uh, X Two. He wanted to come back as the character, but they didn't want to pay to DH him like they did <laughs> with somebody else in the movie. <laughs> ooh, ooh, the de aging even in this was <laughs> not good. Well, it, I will say this: the de aging in this is better than what they did in uh, X Three, but still, that's a low bar. Well, you know who else wanted to come back? I don't. I do. Our boy Big Sky. Oh yeah. <laughs> he wanted Michael the role Myers. of Sabretooth, and they're like, "No, we're going to use an actual actor, not the uh, dude who stood in for Michael Myers." 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that worked out the way it did. <laughs> Old Big Sky. Big Sky Montana. Didn't you say you saw it was a match on Saturday night that he had? <laughs> yes, it was so. It was the first time I'd ever seen an audience chant "boring." <laughs> it was the <laughs> early '90s, and he was uh, who was it? Charlie Norris, some super racist Indian gimmick. I think he ended up suing <laughs> WCW for that. And, uh, yeah, it was a, um, it was on, like, a WrestleCrap tape I ordered in, back in high school, and I'm like, who in the hell is Big Sky? But, yeah, <laughs> he teamed with Vinny Vegas once. Oh, my gosh. So there you go. And then he became Sabretooth and Michael Myers. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I'm glad they hired Liev Schreiber, a.k.a. Cotton Weary. It was a good choice. Yeah. Better than Big Sky. Uh, only criticism is I realize Sabretooth runs on all fours in the comic. It's <laughs> not a good look for a human to actually do that. Was it the trench coat? Yeah, it was kind of just everything. Like, just the guy running like a dog. It looked <sighs> ridiculous, but uh, yeah, I don't maybe know. Maybe if he looked more like a beast, maybe it would have worked better. I don't know. I mean, for, Sabretooth and Wolverine aren't even brothers, so I don't even know why they, no. they did that. But uh, I, I actually like that for this movie, but the other thing is I, I never really cared about Sabretooth, so I actually kind of like somebody made the character something I actually liked in a, in a movie. That's fair. And it's he's a good rival for, for Wolverine. He's not he, – he wouldn't completely overpower him like if he was – you know, if his villain were like the bulldog who would just destroy the Wolverine and embarrass him on TV in front of everyone. So a saber tooth much better than a bulldog. I think they play off each other pretty well. No one understand that joke. No, sir. Well, watch the, uh, college playoffs. Oh, geez. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Oh, old, old Eddie. And his, his Buckeye gear over here. <laughs> Well, you know, I had to... Hey, how many Super Bowls has Ryan Day coached in? Well, Here we go. How many Rose Bowls has Jim Harbaugh coached in? <laughs> Either way, the main event, Hugh Jackman as Logan slash Wolverine or Jimmy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize what? this. James is Wolverine's real name in the yeah. comics. I didn't know that. Um... But yeah, I mean he he's great. He he's great in all the Wolverine movies. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's the glue for sure. He's the glue to the X Men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! But enough of that. I think we can go to the plot now. If I'm not missing anything? Uh, no. I think that's covers it. Yeah. I feel like, man. No. Oh, he made twenty-five million for the movie, by the way. You Jackman. Not bad. Twenty-five mil. Not, yeah, not too bad. Oh yeah, I have a couple other quick ones if you want me to throw them in. Quick notes oh, before you guys start. For, go ahead. Um, apparently, Hugh Jackman passed on the opportunity to play to play Iron Man to take this role. Ooh, um, swing and a miss. Yeah, he might regret that. Uh. Chris Hemsworth auditioned for the role of Gambit, but did not get it. Hmm. 
I don't know. I, I can't picture that, but interesting though. Um, um, the F Shriver put on about forty pounds to play Sabretooth, and they were going to give him like a muscle suit, like uh, Vinnie Jones in uh, X Men Three, but he didn't want to do that. He's not a faker like Vinny. Nope. Yeah. Oh, Vinny just... from the Punisher War Zone. <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> what else was going to say? Oh, yeah. One other quick, fun, it's kind of a funny note. Uh, there's like a similarity, I guess, between the X-Men series and the Fast and Furious series. I guess the movies got released like the same year, every sequel, until like the seventh one or something. Wow. Like if you go look at the, like the chronological order of when they were released, it's like every year the second movie would get released with the second and the third. They just kept going for like six years. That's so six weird. Six movies, yeah. <laughs> wow, hmm. that's weird. That's pretty much about all I got. Yeah, just a couple couple of little quick notes. All right, that was there was someone I thought was in the movie that, that they they weren't. So forget who's that? Who's that? Enlighten us. Actually, uh, you'll find out in a couple weeks because they're they're going to be back on the podcast pretty soon. Woody Harrelson. No. Okay. So we open in the Northwest Territories in 1845, and we get a young boy named James and his brother Victor. And James sees his father get shot, except it wasn't his father. It was just um, someone he thought was his father, and his actual father. As the guy that killed him, he's like a groundskeeper and he's drunk. Which, this actually is Wolverine's origin story. So, James kills him with the Wolverine bone claws. Uh, he does a big dramatic yell at the end. Not Never a fan of those, but... <laughs> he those and, get thumbs uh, down. Yeah. And then he and Victor run off together. And then we get... Maybe... I don't know. It's up there with, uh, with Watchmen as far as best opening credits, but... Just seeing those two fight from like the Civil War to World War One and uh, World War Two and Vietnam, pretty cool. And, yeah, I love that. Yeah, that was awesome. And we kind of see Victor seems to have taken to killing a little more than James. And uh, anyway, they get executed by a firing squad, except they're not killed, of course. Yeah. You know, same power, except Victor has uh, fingernails instead of claws in his hands. He's calling finger knives. Yes. Nails like a, <laughs> nails like a bag lady. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And we also learn later that he's not quite as strong as, as Logan, but that'll be toward the end. Uh, so they're in prison, and in comes William Stryker. He offers them a spot on a team he's putting together. And they accept, and the first mission... Well, apparently they've been... this. I thought it was the first mission. Apparently they've done this many times, but... Anyway, they go to Lagos, Nigeria, and we meet the first guy on the team, Agent Zero. He has the power of, I just wrote, jumping and being really good with guns. Uh, We have Dukes, who's the blob. He's indestructible skin, which would make more sense if he were fat. We have Chris Bradley, who sounds like a weatherman. Yeah, he actually is a weatherman in Columbus. No, Chris, Maybe Chris Bradley sounds like the name of a guy who would like job on a match on Velocity <laughs> in 2006 or something. Could be. Anyway, he can control oh. electricity. Uh, John Wraith, who can uh, teleport and 
sing backup really good. Hey-o! Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Wade Wilson. He's uh, super fast and good with swords. Um, he does more later and, uh, we'll see those in other movies. And, uh, they already, they already teased that Wade would be perfect if he just could shut up. Um, so James is, uh, he's decided to go by Logan and after the mission, he sees them kind of like treating the locals very rudely and he decides to leave after the mission because of their, you know, lack of empathy. And six years later, he's living in the Canadian Rockies with a woman. So, good on him. And he works as Lumberjack. And then we cut to, making its second appearance on the podcast, Springfield, Ohio. How about that? About 30 miles away from me. That's something. You should, make, you should take a field trip over there. I actually drove by it uh, last week. There's not much yeah. there. Do they have, like, a Thai food place or a sleep clinic or anything? Oh. Um, yeah, I'm sure they have both. <laughs> okay, awesome. Any notorious slashers? Any, like, uh, any no. filthy child murderers who got off on technicalities or anything? No. No nursery rhymes? No, none of that. No. no. Just a carnival that Chris Bradley works at. <laughs> <laughs> well Chris is a carny and Victor shows up to his trailer and then Victor kills him but we're not sure why maybe he's just a dick and Stryker shows up at Logan's work and he tells him Bradley was killed and someone is hunting down the old team and right now in my notes I just wrote my god it's the plot to Watchmen <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, a wild Ozymandias appears. <laughs> right? Anyway, Logan's not interested in helping out, and on the drive home, we see Logan's girlfriend, Kayla. She can be very persuasive with some dudes in the middle of the road who just wouldn't move. You know? It's like the 405 in D.C. Get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, what uh, was the deal there? Like, <laughs> you're just blocking the road for no reason. What's What's your problem? I don't know. That happened yesterday, though, in D.C. People were stranded for like 12 hours. Gosh. <laughs> just two people just talking when get out of the way. <laughs> what? Yeah, don't you watch the news? No, no one watches the news. It's toxic, dude. Well, this was, they just got a bad snowstorm, and people were like in their vehicles for 12 hours on in D.C. Because no one knows how to drive, and there was a wreck. Whatever. Anyway, uh, the following day, Victor finds Kayla, and he kills her. Or does he? But uh, Logan finds Victor at a bar, and he just... I, I did like this scene. When he hears Logan coming, he's asked the bartender, he's like, does this place have insurance? He's like, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that. I love that scene. Uh, I've got the video game for this movie, and that's like the best part of the video game, like the most fun part. Is when that scene happens. Why? It, I don't know. It's just really cool. I don't know. Like, the fight scene is cool. Like, everything no, you have I to mean, do in the scene. No, I mean, why do you have this video game? Oh, it's fun. Uh. <laughs> I play. I bought it when, the, like, originally when I had a PS2 back in the day when this came out. I had it to go along with the movie. And I used to play it with my brother all the time. We used to play it. 
And when I rebought a PS2, like, I don't know, two years ago or whatever, I, I bought the game again. So. I've done that. Rebought games. <laughs> so, uh, I, I just held on to it. <laughs> I was going to say, I did that with Grand Theft Auto V. I did it with my Nintendo 64, actually. <laughs> and one of the controllers I even bought was one I traded in, like, several years earlier. I knew because I had the same black smudge right oh, on wow. the logo, and it was a green <laughs> controller. And I was like, well, I guess he just, I paid him, I, I paid him to hold on to it. So you pawned it. Basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Victor, uh, he beats him up pretty good. And uh, Logan's taken to a hospital, but then he recovers by the time he they open him up for surgery. And Stryker shows up, tells Logan that Victor has gone rogue, but he has a way for him to get revenge. So Logan agrees and signs up. Stryker explains that when we were in Nigeria, we, we found a metal called adamantium. It's indestructible. And he gives them new dog tags that say Wolverine. And they do the procedure to bond the adamantium to Logan's skeleton. And uh, Logan barely survives this. And Stryker wants his memory erased, but Wolverine hears this and explodes from the tank and the facility. So Stryker sends Agent Zero after him and says, cut his head off. And uh, at this point in the movie, I'm just like, I don't understand why you just created him and now you want to kill him. That part never made sense to me. But I also have a theory I feel like you could drown Wolverine because he heals instantly from everything. But like, mm-hmm. if you can't breathe, there's nothing to heal from. Yeah, you're just dead because you can't have oxygen. Yes. Hey, is this the scene where Wolverine hangs Dong? <laughs> no. It is. No, it's not. Um. Anyway, I'm that's my. This, this was the best ass shot we've had on the Hero Cast since the Punisher from 1989. Mm. Yeah, I do remember that one. <laughs> How can you not? It's the last thing in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, that's my theory. I think you could drown Wolverine. I'm pretty sure I'll, you could. I will... I'm not going to debunk that, but I do remember in um, a future X-Men movie that they, uh, they have a scene with one of the, one of the villains... Uh, tries to do that to Wolverine, and he's not dead at the end of the movie. Mm. Maybe they should shoot him into space, then. That's similar. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like that should kill him. How the hell do you heal from being drowned? It's not an injury, it's just lack of oxygen. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that anybody would survive that, but who knows. I don't know. Anyway, Wolverine runs into a barn, and some uh, some old people... And it's this couple, they met him, they just take him in, really playing up on the Canadians are a nice stereotype. Yeah, this is a real Ma and Pa Kent situation. Yeah, if I saw a naked man in my garage, I'd be more inclined to call the police, but, you know, (laughs) whatever. And then, uh, so Wolverine, he looks at his new adamantium claws in, yes, some horrific CGI Despite being nine years newer, it looks worse than the original X-Men. I, I can't defend this. The mirror one was the worst. The mirror in the bathroom scene. Oh, yeah. With the claws, that was the worst one. Yeah, that was bad. And then they had to add the comedy to it. where it's, Instead of it just being like a, a serious moment, like him realizing what he is, it's like, well, 
he's so wacky, he can't control these claws. Even though he's had them his whole life, they're just metal now. They're just missing a laugh track. Yeah. Oh, I'll pay for the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Who else but Wolverine? <laughs> well, the next day, Wolverine's admiring the old man's bike when Agent Zero kills the old folks. And Stryker tells him... He shot him, the old woman through... <laughs> pardon me. He shot a glass of orange juice through the old woman. Yes, he did. Pretty he's impressive. Good with, he's good with guns. But then uh, Stryker tells him to blow it up and see if that kills him. And again, why are you trying to kill this guy? You just created him. I don't understand. The first thing he does after trying to create him is kill him. That's what I wrong. think it is, my theory is, I think... They used Wolverine just to see if it was if uh, if it was possible to do that experiment, and they knew he'd probably survive it. And then, um, obviously, they wanted to extract his uh, his DNA or whatever for the future future plans that they were that they were doing. But I don't think it was ever about giving them the power. I think it was just about seeing if they could. I don't know. All right. I, well, that, I, well, that makes sense. <laughs> But kind they, of, I mean, they didn't explain it. I don't know. Maybe they did, and I just zoned out. But I've seen this movie a lot, and that never occurred to me. But maybe it should have. Uh, anyway, we do get a pretty good action scene with uh, Wolverine killing Agent Zero, cutting down, uh, not cutting down, but like uh, his claws cutting through the helicopter blades was pretty cool. Bad CGI aside. And back at the base, Stryker is told that. Uh, the only thing that'll take him down is an adamantium bullet. So, why he tried to do all those other things when he <laughs> knew that wasn't the thing that would work, I don't know. Or you could drown him. That's my idea. Uh, then he's told the mutant that you're looking for, we found him. And we cut to a young Scott Summers in school. And meanwhile, Wolverine heads to Las Vegas. He meets with uh, old John Wraith, who is Will I Am, if you're mm-hmm. wondering, Caleb. Yeah, I'm sorry, I got to that about a little 3,000 and late. Yeah. So Wraith tells Logan that they were hunting mutants, the bad ones, and Logan asks him about an island, and Wraith says Dukes might know, but he's put on some weight. So then, yes, we cut to the blob, whose mm-hmm. power is that he's not fat, he's just thick. <laughs> Thick with, he's like, thick seven C's. Yeah, but like, he's yes. like a hippo, you know? It's like, I've never tried to kill a hippo, but I feel like it would take a lot of force to jam a knife into a hippo. You know? So, I don't know. But I like hippos, so I wouldn't do that. Well, as a uh, as a hippo-killing enthusiast, I can tell you it is very, very difficult. Yeah. I, that's how I've always interpreted Blob's power. Um you know, anyway. Uh, in this movie, he's just a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Blob tells Logan that Victor is with Stryker on the island, and Logan asks where the island is, and Blob says only one person has escaped, and he'll know. And he's a mutant from New Orleans named Gambit. Hey, I have a question. This wasn't a Weinstein production, was it? No. no. Okay, all right. Just Why? curious. Just curious, you know. Well, either way, Vegas and New Orleans. Logan's having a pretty good time, I would say. Mm-hmm. 
And he says, and I, uh, I love when he meets Remy LeBeau and he asked him like, Hey, you know, are you Remy LeBeau? And he starts off, you know, with like, do I owe you money? Logan says, no. And <laughs> Remy's like, yeah, that's me then pal. Yep. At your service. <laughs> um, Although Blob uh, also explains that uh, him and Stryker, or Victor and Stryker, are working together, and they do. Uh, Victor catches them, and Stryker does experiments on them. Victor then shows up at Scott's school. Victor attacks Scott. And we get a pretty cool shot of Cyclops's power just ripping through the school. I liked that. So Logan and Wraith head down to New Orleans, and Logan goes. Uh, they head to Bourbon Street. Which, uh, look, if Gambit's from New Orleans, he's not going to Bourbon Street. I call BS on that movie. Anyway, he goes there, you know, do I owe you money type thing. And outside, Wraith is on the lookout. He sees Victor, who was just there. (laughs) Um, And Victor kills Wraith as he's teleporting, which I thought was kind of cool, where he just grabbed his spine right in the middle of a teleport. And meanwhile, Gambit blasts Wolverine with a card because he thinks he's working for Stryker. But yeah. yes, it was cool seeing Gambit's power on the screen. That I'm uh, part of the guilty pleasure of this movie is is this scene. Uh, Wolverine then heads outside. He sees Victor. The two fight. He just elbows Gambit in the head and knocks him out. So, wah wah. <laughs> yeah. Gambit just not getting a starring role in this one. <laughs> You're a bit player. Remember that. Um, but the two fights broken up by Gambit, who like helicopters in with a staff, which was weird. And Wolverine then beats Gambit as Victor gets away, and Gambit agrees to help him. And this was we also had the stupid-looking scene where Wolverine cuts through the fire escape ladder that looked really fake. But yeah. CGI was not this movie's strong suit. I don't know who no. was working on it, but probably MS Paint. <laughs> so then we I cut mean, it was no worse than Birdemic I will say that yeah <laughs> so then we cut to Stryker and they talk about a weapon that they've created a weapon with all the powers and none of their weaknesses and there's some higher ranking general I don't know what the point of this scene was but he's a higher ranking general he wants to shut him down so Stryker kills him okay <laughs> It's just to show, to show that Stryker is a bad guy, and you're not supposed to like him. Oh, okay, I didn't get the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, just in case, yeah, you needed something to, uh, yeah, push you over the edge to be like, no, no redeeming qualities. Exactly. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, Gambit flies Wolverine over the island in a plane, and Wolverine jumps out. Logan uh, approaches the island, or sorry, uh, Stryker in the facility, and says, "Before I kill you." I just need to know why. And Stryker says, well, you were part of the pool. The dead pool. Oh, my God. (laughs) He's a mutant killer, and I wanted to see if we could create a mutant with all the powers uh, without it ripping the person apart. And you helped make it possible. And then Logan turns around and sees it's Kayla. And Kayla tells Logan that they gave her a shot that slows her heart. And doused her with blood. And I wrote, weird that someone with super senses couldn't pick that up. But yeah, I never bought that either. I feel like he would have he would have known for sure. Yeah, like he can smell people like miles away. You tell me, he can't hear a heartbeat, mm-hmm. even if it's slow. 
Yeah, Anyways. even if it's a little faint, one one beat a minute, he's still gonna know it. Or the blood, mm-hmm. he could smell that that's not hers. Maybe I don't know. Right. Anyway, she has the power where she can influence people by touching them, which is pretty cool. I would uh, put that to good use. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's like who was what was the other oh the uh on the push episode. Yeah, the influence or uh, similar. No, putting memories in your head. That was it. Yeah. To go I thought back you were to... gonna say influencer, and I was like, uh, that's a career now. Yeah. Well, it's also mutant power. Yeah. Yeah. Just gotta find Rachel Cook and shake her hand and be like, hey, you love me, right? Yeah. Josh, are you opening Skittles over there? <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway, Kayla then asks Stryker to release her sister. Victor then comes in and asks for the adamantium. Stryker says, ah, you wouldn't survive it. <laughs> Victor's like, oh, I would. I could survive anything that he can. He's like, oh, maybe later. So then Victor, because uh, Kayla's like, yeah, you were used, and he, Victor attacks Kayla. She tries to use the power on him. It doesn't work. Kind of negates that whole thing. And then uh, Wolverine, he'd already left. He's just like, ah, screw it. And he comes back in when he hears her scream. She gets stabbed at some point during this by Sabretooth, but um, Wolverine and Sabretooth fight. Kayla asks Wolverine to help her get her sister. Uh, Stryker asks Weapon 11 to be activated, and we get the old cliche, he's not ready yet. It's like, oh, I don't care. Activate <laughs> him now. Back to formula! Oh, this movie's going to get that, believe me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So uh, Wolverine and Kayla, they free all the mutants, uh, including Kayla's insanely hot sister. Uh, they try to leave, but they are met by Deadpool, Weapon 11. It's uh, Wade Wilson, who got his mouth fused together with skin, like the scene from the first Matrix. Yep, and uh, Logan says something that I will quote later. Again, this is part of the guilty pleasure. I understand this... I. I get it. You don't have to tweet me that, oh, Deadpool's the merc with the mouth. I know. I know that. You don't have to tell me. I just like the concept. If they'd have called him something else, then, yeah, I would have been that'd have been fine with it. But I get it. But the concept, I dug. That's all. Um, so, yes, they all escape, and there's a voice inside of Scott's head telling him where to go. Hmm. And Wolverine and Deadpool fight on top of the uh, one of those nuclear cooling towers. And Wolverine is nearly killed when Sabretooth saves him. He's like, oh, nobody kills you but me. <laughs> uh, they fight Deadpool, who in addition to being able to teleport, he's got the adamantium swords, he's also got uh, the healing power, and he's got Cyclops' power. So this should be a really good fight, but it really isn't. <laughs> it's... Kind of unspectacular. They uh, kill was, him it, pretty quickly. It was, it was King of the Hill. They were just playing King of the Hill. Yeah. I mean, it's, like I said, given the three participants, I thought this would have been cooler. I did enjoy, uh, he's, you know, well, I did not enjoy uh, the laser eyes into Wolverine's claws. That was stupid. But I did like where they cut Deadpool's head off and his laser eyes are still activating and his head's just spinning around the cooling tower, just, like, destroying it as his head's falling. I liked that. And By the uh, way, um, just real quick, 
I guess they based that that nuclear uh, disaster on something that really happened, by the way, um, oh, around the, that time. The Three Mile Island. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah. They mention it, and it's like, oh, no one will go over there because of all the freaks. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I guess they based it on. Well, I never really do that until kind of reading about it. Oh, I should also mention, uh, other than the close-up on the eyes, uh, the person that plays Deadpool, this Deadpool, is the stuntman, Scott Atkins. <laughs> mm-hmm. But other than that the close-up on Ryan Reynolds' eyes, that's uh, not him. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah, so his head falls apart and uh, destroys the cooling tower. And Logan tells Victor, we're done. And Victor says, okay, I'll see you in the X-Men movie and never acknowledge our past. And Wolverine says, <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, then the cooling tower crumbles. Logan is saved by Gambit. Glad he made a return, at least. Logan finds Kayla. They kiss, but Stryker has an adamantium bullet. And he said his brain will heal, but his memories won't. So Logan's carrying Kayla off the island. Stryker shoots him. I might have said that twice. I don't know. Uh, but Stryker shoots him and uh, in the head. And then Kayla touches Stryker. Tells him to walk until his feet bleed and keep walking. And uh, the mutants escape off the island. They find a very bad CGI helicopter. Maybe even worse than Wolverine's claws. And uh, out walks Charles Xavier. Who, uh, <laughs> if you've seen First Class, that doesn't match up. Uh... Anyway, Wolverine wakes up, he only sees his dog tags, and he sees Gambit, and uh, he's like, who are you, what's my name? And Gambit says, your name's Logan, I'm a friend, and we have to go. And Wolverine comes across Kayla, she's dead, and Gambit's like, do you know her? He's like, no. So, that explains all of his uh, memory loss from the first X-Men and Gambit uh, says, hey, we should get going because all these police and everybody are showing up. And Wolverine just says, oh, I'll find my own way off the island. And roll credits. But wait, there is more. Oh, no. We get a mid credit scene. Some troops pull up on Stryker. And he's just walking down the road. And they say, you're wanted for questioning for the death of the general. Which, uh... Don't know why this scene existed, because we've seen X2, and he's still a general. Nothing came of that. Or a colonel, whatever the hell he was. But, yeah, yeah, nothing happened to him. So I don't know why they implied that something would, when we already know it doesn't. Anyway, there's a post-credit scene. We see a sword retracting from an arm and a pile of rubble. And it crawls over to Deadpool's head, and the eyes open up. And uh, he will never be... Actually, no, he will be seen again. <laughs> yes. In seven years. Mm-hmm. And then uh, some quick deleted scenes. One of actually, I thought, should have been kept in. Uh, there's an extended scene where Logan quits the team, and there's a young African-American girl with blonde hair, and then when Logan leaves, it starts to rain, so it's Storm. What a coincidence. Get that out of here. That was That didn't, in, that didn't need to be. The scene that I thought should have been left in uh, is, uh, like, Victor's on the phone with uh, Stryker, and he's like, I don't know where they're at, but I'm going to find out soon. And then it pans out, and you see Blob, like, tied up in the ring ropes in the boxing ring, and it's implied that Victor is going to interrogate Blob. I'm like, oh, 
That makes sense. They should have left that in there. It was only like 10 seconds long, and it explains why Victor showed up in New Orleans randomly. Yeah, I kind of thought that he... They kind of uh, implied that he killed him. Like yeah, I'm sure he lines. does. But, I mean, yeah, he, he figured out where he, they were going, and he killed him. But, yeah, yeah. they should have kept that scene. And then we get a really stupid scene that, thank God, they got rid of this. <laughs> so, Stryker, at the end... Um, after he tells Wolverine everything, he offers a chance to erase his memory, and Wolverine's like, "Yes, I accept this offer." And Victor shows up. He asks the same. He asks uh, if he'll remember me. And Stryker says, "No, he won't remember anything." And then Wolverine's in like this chair with this device on his head, and the rest of the scene proceeds as normal. But instead um, of him coming back in the facility when he hears Kayla scream, he hears her scream from this chair in this other room. And then he gets up and then does the same thing. And I'm like, this was so long and stupid. Uh, but yeah, I, I prefer the other scene. And uh, oh, and then they had a scene where Logan's at a bar in Japan. And the bartender's like, are you drinking to forget? And he says, no, I'm drinking to remember. So oh, boy. there you go. <laughs> One scene uh, should have kept in. Plus, it was only 10 seconds. Like, it wouldn't have added, I don't know. It, it covered up a pretty big plot hole for 10 seconds. I don't know why they didn't add that. Yeah, it didn't make any sense why he would be there if you're not reading between the lines. Yeah. Anyway, that is uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. That is. I think with that, we can grade it. And as is tradition, we will let our guest go first here. Well, um, I'm like Eddie. Uh, it's a guilty pleasure for me. Um. There's obviously negatives. You guys covered the negatives, uh, Deadpool being the main one. And there's ob- honestly kind of the charm of this whole series. It's kind of like the Halloween series. There's a lot of continuity. And uh, Friday the 13th is kind of like that, too. A lot of co- continuity stuff is all over the place. But it kind of adds to the charm of it. Um, I like it, but I'm not like I – don't, I wouldn't say I love it. Like, it's still my least favorite of the three of the trilogy. I'm going to give it a six, though. Solid six. Hmm. I'm going to be honest. That is lower than I thought you would give it. Well, I try to be objective also. So. Okay. But I, I am a fan of the movie. I mean, there's there's some pretty bad you know elements in this movie that kind of drags it down to that. If they weren't so bad, they'd probably be like eight because I enjoy yeah. the movie. I enjoy watching it. It's still a fun watch. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. I myself, I'm actually going to give this a five. This was uh, this wasn't bad, bad. You know, there were some negatives, of course, but you know, all in all, far from the worst, far from the worst that we've seen. <laughs> At no point was I bored by this. I will say that. So that's that's good. It's entertaining. It's you're yes. definitely getting your money's worth. It's it's like mm-hmm. a theater movie too. It's definitely fun. For sure, definitely a popcorn flick. Yep. Yeah, I will go a five as well. Um, I mean, it's it is all those things, and I'm glad you mentioned the continuity because the continuity is so messed up in this. <laughs> they did not have the foresight that uh, that Disney has. I mean, you have Charles Xavier walking, you have uh, Sabretooth is just a henchman in the first movie, and it's like <laughs> they didn't even throw in a line in the first movie, like hey. I know that guy, Magneto, if you need any help, uh, you know, whatever. Like, the, nothing was alluded to, so, uh, yeah. That always bothered it, me. <laughs> yeah, it bothered me, too. They just didn't have the foresight to think that what this could be. 
but yeah, I'll giving it a five. It's it. I I understand all the uh, critiques though, and honestly, um, if you ask me to make a movie about the origin of Wolverine, I mean, I I probably would have done it more. St- you know, maybe throwing in a not had them be brothers, maybe throw in Alpha Flight or something. I don't know, but I think I'd have to take it back to formula. I I as as much even though I enjoyed it. Like if I if you want me to build an actual origin, like I I can't I can't have that Deadpool in the movie. Unfortunately, I need a bigger role for Gambit. I need, you know, and they they have a good cast of people to choose from. Like if you told me like, hey, you get Wolverine and Sabretooth and Striker and Gambit and Deadpool and Cyclops and um, you know, a, a cameo from Professor X, like that's pretty good. I could I'm sure you know, give me a few months with the few people we could come up with something good but it wouldn't be this but it is good for what it is but uh yeah i just uh i think if i were to do it it'd have to go all the way back to back to formula you know what it is it's kind of, it's kind of like a fast and furious like a box office version of this series it's kind of like the fast and furious film of this series like it's yeah. the most most fun just turn your brain off film probably yeah i, I think it gets a, a bad rap um, I've heard people say it's the worst X-Men movie. I don't think it is at all. I think that's... I don't either. I, th- I think this was... Well, what did I give last... I gave Last Stand a 5 as well. I think this would be slightly better. Um, I think the worst X-Men movie is yet to come, but we'll get to that. I think uh, we agree what, which one it is, probably. Well, we'll find out. Um, I have... Uh, if it's the one I think you're both alluding to, I have not seen it, so... I can't I say. That's the one we're probably thinking of. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you off air. But uh, next week, we got hey, a. Hey, uh, it's not Astro Boy next week, is it? It should be G.I. Joe. Is it? It should be Rise of Cobra, yes, sir. Gambit? Well, starring Gambit? Yes, well. starring Chicken Tatum as Gambit. <laughs> uh, yeah, Astro Boy came out in October, and uh, G.I. Joe came out in July. Well, you know what happened is the uh, the spreadsheet. I guess I missed one when I copied it because, um, yeah. yeah. Well, Shame again, on it's it's Shame uh, on you. It's Bill Gates's fault. Like again, <laughs> I was using that without a subscription for. Uh, I guess it would have been February of 2020. So before COVID is when my subscription officially ran out. And they're like, you won't be able to use it anymore if you don't buy a new subscription. And guess what? I never did. And almost two years later, I'm still able to use it. And then during an episode, it just decides, you've had had enough of this. You've had enough of using our products, you freeloader. But, yeah, what the hell? Like, it used to be free back in the day with Windows 95. This, let's just download OpenOffice. It's free. Jeez. Trying to make me pay for a word processor. You're out of your mind. <laughs> anyway, yeah, G.I. Joe. Uh, what the hell's it on then? Because I didn't look it up. I am checking right now for verification. It may very well be on Netflix right now. Really? Man, we haven't um, had a Netflix since, like, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah, let's see here. G.I. Joe. Rise of Cobra. Yep. Rise of Cobra. All new right. on Netflix. All right, so they're not gonna. Oh no, I we our last Netflix I remember was uh, Orgasmo. That was right. 
Yeah, we it was... had to watch it. We had to watch yeah. it on New Year's Eve, uh, yeah. 2020. Yeah, because they were pulling it uh, the very next the... day. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Had to make room for uh, had to make room for season three of Cobra Kai. Shout out. Um, let's see here. With that, we're gonna get out of here. Josh, we want to thank you for joining us. Of course. Hey, my pleasure, guys. It was fun. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to quote one Logan or uh, Jimmy, whatever you want to call him. Wolverine, perhaps. Logan, Logan please. Hugh Jackman, whatever you want to call him. Logan. P.T. Uh, e. Barnum, doesn't matter. Either way, to quote Logan, <laughs> looks like Stryker finally figured out a way to shut you up. <laughs>